button and let's go. All right, there we go. That is over. What is going on, folks? Wednesday night is here. We are here. I am Boxman. It is Wrestling Outlet. And of course, it is I. I am Smirk, and you are Bots, and we are we, and you are all around us. How are we doing? I am me. You are you. They are they. Mm-hmm. He is he. She is she. Them, he, it. Z, all the pronouns covered. That's right. I know I missed a few. I don't mean to offend anyone. If I did, I apologize. I do. I do. Oh, so what is going on, Smark? How's it going? How's it going? Mm, everything is well. How are you? I'm all right. Been a uh, fucking weekends are getting longer and longer. I feel like I work more on the weekends than I do at work. Um, everybody's working for the weekend man i'll tell you and now my wife's on doing this uh operation santa for the post office where you it makes sure all the santa letters are are uh, gone, received, received distributed gone through replied to in a timely manner so she's doing that on the weekends and I'm like I thought the post office closed on Sunday not for this anywho it's uh been been rough been rough but I'm gonna make it um I'm healthy I'm alive I'm healthy ish <laughs> I got new pills that's about all I got from the doctor <laughs> yeah all I got was stronger pills so it's not bad. I got some muscle relaxers, so that's a good thing. Hmm. There you go. A couple quaaludes. Sure love me in the morning. No. Cliba something. Sliba. C-Y-L something. I don't know. And I got Sliba, the band from 2004. Ah, make me click, your, click, yeah. boom. We love them. Ah, make me your superstar. There you go. Mm-hmm. And click, click, boom. I think they did something for wrestling, didn't they? Didn't they, do they did Chris Jericho's theme. King of, the, King of my world. Ah, there you go. I knew they did something. They all just sound like that shit. Well, that was, I mean, after Eddie Vedder, everyone was just. That's right. Yeah. Cubs fan Eddie Vedder. There were lots of yeahs in the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. A lot of those too in the like early two thousands. Huh. Saliva and click click boom had a. Huh. That's right. That's right. There you go. See. Not huh. uh, 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 huh. a grunts and groans and miscellaneous noises. Too old for that shit, bro. I'm getting too old for that shit, man. <laughs> I've been too old for that shit. I'm telling you now. I uh, hope my sound is all right, everybody. I put a little filter on it, a little noise suppression filter, hoping we can get rid of some of that background noise that I've been uh, hearing when I listen back to the show, um, especially when I download it from 
YouTube when I forget to hit the record button, as I have right now. Uh, so, you know, well, I just hope and pray YouTube never fucks us and doesn't put our show up. So we'll be all right, though. We'll be all right. As long as we don't do anything stupid for copyrights, we'll be fine. Ooh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not planning on doing anything that stupid. I do have some audio we can play tonight, but that's about as far as I'm going. I had all kinds of intellectual properties that I was going to trample over, but mm. on your behest, I will use some restraint. All kinds of songs you wanted to play and stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm, I get it. I get it. I'd appreciate you not. I'd, I'd... <laughs> I was going to stream an entire baseball game without the express written consent of Major League Baseball. Uh, maybe I'll just start recording now just in case something happens, Mark. I mean, there you uh, go. You got it. You know, just, 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 just in case something happens, I'll hit that record button. So we'll miss the first few minutes of the show. It's all right. What do we, four minutes, five minutes? No big fucking deal. No big deal at all. So anyway, um, I think there was a pay-per-view over the weekend. I think. Right? There was. There was. There was a series of survivals. Yes, it was. And not one traditional Survivor Series match. Nope. No Survivor Series match, no gobbledygooker, none of the tradition. Well, I'm fine without the gobbledygooker, but I'm a, I am like the traditional Survivor Series elimination matches. I like them. I always have. And I don't know. I Not that I was going to watch it anyway, but I do like those matches. I was a little disappointed to hear there wasn't any on there. But hey. Who am I to complain? Mm. You know where you know. You know what you know. You've been where you've been. Something like that. I'm a mere nobody in this world. I thought you were going to Paul Simon where I led you astray there. Nah, it's all right. Not much of a Paul Simon fan, sorry. Neither one of us are. I mean, a couple songs, you know. Didn't he do the, uh, didn't he do the Chevy Chase song where the Chevy Chase was dancing? Yeah, you can call me Al. He was in the video, like, playing bongos. Dancing like this the whole time? Pretty much. Good song. Good song. Which right. I don't think it was intended to be funny. I think that was just how he dances. Well, I mean, he was, I mean, it, he was, that, that was him being funny back then. That, I mean, he was slapstick, fall-down comedy. Mm-hmm. Which, I, 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 I like Chevy Chase. I know he kind of is not known for being the nicest gentleman in the world in his older years, but uh, I don't give a fuck. He made so many fucking great movies that uh, I can forgive the man for being a little curmudgeon in his old age. Sure, of course. Yeah. I think my favorite Chevy Chase story is just at one point, apparently him and Bill Murray got into a fight. Bill Murray pointed at him and yelled the phrase medium talent at him, which just seems like the easy, like the best possible thing you could say to get under Chevy Chase's skin. I was like, he called him mid before being mid was a thing. <laughs> fucking Jesus, MJF is ahead was ahead, or the fucking that should, uh, Bill Murray was ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. Also, another curmudgeon, basically. Yeah, but Bill Murray is a cool curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. Like he'll photo bomb people and he'll mess with people on the street. He is a little bit bitchy, but they say he just has his days. Most mm-hmm. most of the time, he's not that douchey. Um, I'm hoping my wife is coming. I, I think my wife just came home. That, that was that ring you just heard. 
I should probably turn my phone on vibrate so y'all don't hear that. Hopefully she has beer. That's that would always be nice. Well, I ran out. Um, all I had last night was uh, we had a uh, we do meetings on Tuesdays and we had a vendor, you know, one of our people that make stuff for us in for a little powwow during the meeting. And it was a foam guy. I mean, I know foam, but we haven't, we, I, I don't do foam, but we, um, they gave these little packs to us and each of them had a little box with a little die cut cut out for one of those little mini bottles of fireball, mm-hmm. the little baby bottles. So I ended up with like five of them. Nice. So that's what I drank last night. Now, when you said mini bottles, because you actually piqued my attention with this, are you talking the like shot size ones or like the three fifty milliliters, like hotel bottles? Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know those. Yeah, like the little hotel bottles of Fireball. Because like there's like the fifty milliliters are like the shot sized ones. The three fifty milliliters are like the kind of airplane ones. The 750 mm-hmm. ones are like the normal size ones you would buy at the liquor store. And then like next to those also at the liquor store are going to be like the 1.5 or the 1.75 milliliter ones. Pretty educated, I see. In the- I fucking learned the metric system just by being an alcoholic. It was a, a really weird exchange. Uh, that's all right. I learned my fractions by, uh, by, uh, buying weed. Um, <laughs> that's how I learned how many ounces are in a pound and all those measures. That's how I learned that. <clears throat> but, um, <laughs> anyway, the wife got me some beer. I don't know how many, but she brought me, Enough. she brought me one, one. I mean, you're already on the muscle relaxers. You just mix those no. up and you have yourself a good night. No, I don't. I haven't taken those yet. I'm, I wasn't going to take them before the show. That's not a good idea. One time, I got really drunk. I was. I had to take painkillers, and but I also got really drunk one night, and I t- took the painkillers that I needed to take. But I was like just really fucked up, and I was convinced that I was going to die. And like, not that I wanted to, but I was just like, oh no, I've done it. I'm not waking up. Fuck. Okay. Bullshit. Goodbye, cruel world. I hardly knew ye. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I always fall asleep with like a clutching a skeleton, like Shakespeare style, just in case I do end up dying in my sleep. That's how I want. I want to go out. I usually just lie down and go two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. (laughs) The day is over, motherfuckers. What else can you really say? I mean, when it's over, it's over. I don't know, man. Nothing else you can do about it, you know? That's right. That's right. That's right. So, all right. So, anywho, there was a pay-per-view this weekend, which we hadn't even started talking about. Um, <laughs> it shows how- We were tempted, but I just, like, took the wheel and kind of swerved to the left. Yes, we were. Now I-, I actually watched the show. It was, it was all right. The, the Women's Survivor Series match was pretty good. After that, there was a lot of like kind of boring shit that happened. Um, trying to remember at the top, there was a triple threat. 
it's uh, Lashley Rollins in theory for the U.S. title or Intercontinental title. Uh, yeah, it's U.S. U.S. Yeah, the U.S. title. Yeah, yeah I always yeah. forget which mid card title is on which show, but yeah, it was for the U.S. <laughs> title. Uh, theory won that one. It was all right, but it was kind of. Eh. And then there was the uh, it was Shadzi versus Ronda Rousey. I didn't fucking watch that because I just don't care. I don't have the capacity and need to give a fuck about that match. I, I deeply apologize. So I just went to do other things until I heard something like I heard the show transition to whatever the next segment was. Then they had the men's match. That was pretty good. It was the uh, Usos and Sami Zayn, who was basically the star of the show and mm. has been based on the clips we've been playing. That for a I saw. Yeah, that I saw. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one I saw. I saw the uh, the embrace by Jay at the end there. I also saw the face that Roman made when he hugged him uh, the other night. So things will be happening uh, that won't be so oozy a little uh, a little down the road. I have a feeling it's going to be very sad when it happens, though. Yeah, it was a very it was a very weird way to sort of end the show because like they're clearly supposed to be the heels and like they're building this narrative up that Sami Zayn sold out his best friend to be a part of the Usos or whatever the the Samoan dynasty, but like when he hugged Roman and when Jay hugged him, like everybody was cheering. Like they like Sammy finally got the acceptance that he wanted, and it was like a feel good moment for the crowd, even though they were the bad guys. So it was right. kind of interesting. Oh, it is interesting. And they're making it like that. They're, I mean, they've teased before that they're going to do this and then they don't, they're going to drag this out. This is, this is probably going to mania, dude. Like if they can't, for whatever reason, if he has other obligations or he simply doesn't want to do it, I wouldn't mind seeing that in place of the rumored Roman Reigns rock match as if you somehow led to a Sami Zayn Roman feud. There's plenty of time to do it. Mm-hmm. I uh, really don't care to see a Roman Rock match. Why do you want a, a completely predictable match from a 50-year-old man and your champion? I don't get it. I mean, I I, 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 I see the glamour. I see the the, you know, how big of a match it would be, but... I really don't care to see it. I really don't. I mean, it would be great to hear The Rock. It would be great to hear the promos between them, but not something I really give a fuck to see. Like, I'm I'm, I'm personally not clamoring to see it. I know a lot of people are, and that's fine. I'm not saying anyone's an idiot, but, you know, I'm not personally invested in it. I mean, me either, honestly. Like, it's always nice to see The Rock, but if you have Roman win, Roman beat a guy who doesn't wrestle anymore, regularly at least. And if The Rock wins, then you just wasted one of the longest and most prestigious title reigns on somebody who's not going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, why bother? That's why I think it's just a predictable match. Again, I'm not, it, doesn't, it doesn't make me angry or nothing. I just don't have a personal interest in seeing that match. Uh, right. I, Sami Zayn versus, versus Roman. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. I would. They've. They keep making it like that. Might be where it's going anyway. It could so, be. Oh, thank you, whoever turned off the microwave timer. Thank you <laughs> for being a friend. Thank you, Dylan. It, it was my 
my middle, my, my nine-year-old Dylan. Soon to be 10. Oh, my God. Oh my. I'll have two in double digits. Okay. <sighs> so, anyway. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Sammy. Sammy versus Roman. I, I would I would watch that. Shit. Sometimes I think they're going to put Jay versus Roman every now and then to see what happens there. I mean, main event Jay Uso. I, I they they've had their issues during during time and time again. It could could happen. I can never hear that nickname and not think that it's being given to him ironically. Blood versus blood, though, man. It'd be a good match for that one. That one would be good too. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, they had Owen versus Brad at WrestleMania 10, so it wouldn't, it's not quite the same thing, but it's in that sort of vein. Yeah, I get you. I mean, you know, just, I don't know, just throwing shit out there. But uh, please, sir, I I didn't mean to uh, s- slow down your mojo there. Oh, no, that was kind of, that was basically it. The, like I said, the women's match was good. The it, Basically, it's exactly what you would have thought it would have been. The two more games matches were interesting, and everything else was kind of filler. I did see Rhea's outfit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of filler. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a net for fish, fish net. Uh, yeah, she was uh, looking good in that outfit. They are starting to do that now. They're doing like the thigh bands or whatever the fuck they're called. Like the little like, I don't know, special garnish that they have over there. Like that's like holding the butt up, I guess. I don't know what the fuck it's supposed to be doing. Garnish? That's not the right term. I don't know. Fucking, you know what I'm talking about though. I could probably I could show you the picture though. Like the little, like she got a little like band, like just below the she, bootay. She's got, got parsley and a little bit of. <laughs> that's yeah, some sage, some rosemary, some thyme, some cumin. A little sour, I guess perhaps most appropriately. Sour, a little, a little cumin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but uh, wow. Wow. That was Tony Storm level. Back in the, you know, about a year ago, Tony Storm level. So good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I did see those. Uh, I mean, pretty much it was only five matches on the whole card, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, wasn't that many. You never need many. Oh, shit. Oh, and, and I know they've been doing it for a while, but it's like the first pay-per-view that I've watched. Premium live event, heaven forbid. Um, but the fact that they do like full-on fucking commercials is just so disgusting. But they do commercials for themselves. They're not like... Yeah, they're... they're it's their... They, buy, they probably buy airtime to make it seem like someone else is. Well, they do com- they do commercials for like at least on, during this one. There's a commercial for a video game that's coming out. Uh, I think there's like a commercial for just for fucking Walmart. Like there was a straight up full on like you would see at regular ass television commercials. Hmm. Oh, let me find out how many beers I have, babe. Oh, she got me a fifteen pack. Thank you. I don't have to go easy. <laughs> Uh, I will soon. I need to finish this, uh, Blackberry Whole food. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was also, uh, AJ versus Finn. I was kind of underwhelming, honestly, based on who was involved. They seemed like they, I don't know, I don't know if it's just because I've been watching a lot of AEW and a little bit of, like, New Japan and it's just different styles, but it just seemed like they were going super fucking slow. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. 
I don't know. And I thought it was building up to something, but then just the match ended. And I was like, okay, so there's not, <laughs> they just seemed like they were moving real slow for some reason. It's like you're sitting there listening to a song, waiting for it to pick up, waiting for the fucking beat to kick in, and it never does. Is that kind of mm-hmm. like, like that in a way? Yeah, like I was trying to think of a song. Like, um, you put me on the spot with the analogy. I was trying to think of a song, but I can't come up with one that has just like you get there and all of a sudden it's just fucking intense. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, like one of those videos you watch when the guy's just sitting there, like the dude in the suit that just goes crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> at the rave. You ever seen that one? No, maybe. Oh, we might need to do uh, reaction videos, videos we've never seen one night, just for fucking fun. I mean, if it's a music video, I've probably seen it. I just don't <laughs> necessarily. Nothing's ringing a bell. Yeah, well, we, we we wouldn't be able to do it with music. We'd figure it out. It's a guy in a suit. Yeah, he's in a suit, and he's at a like a he's waiting for, like, the beat to kick in at a rave. Now you're gonna oh, hold on. Let me go to the let me go to YouTube, huh? Oh, our 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 neighbors are raving in their house. Our neighbors are hilarious. Our neighbors like when they're alone, all we hear is like, and then like. When they're like when they have people over, it's all Spanish music. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> That's all they play when people are over, and then when no one's there, when it's just them, like they were shaking my walls the other night. I'm like, thank God we don't have any pictures here. They'd be falling down. Maybe that's just what they like to listen to when they're being intimate. Uh, they're intimate a lot then, because that shit'll go on fucking from like noon to like one a.m. Ooh. I've never. Well, I mean, you said Spanish music, so one can assume that perhaps they are. Oh no! You know, get the that, going. That's only when people are over. Otherwise, they're just hmm. playing like hardcore rave. I, I assume their speakers are against my wall back there because we're, we're in a duplex. I assume their speakers are against the wall, where, like where my TV is. That would probably be where their speakers are against that wall. So I got a feeling he has an old 90s stereo because it is loud. It is loud. I've never asked him before. And I would never call the cops on my neighbors. That never works well, so I wouldn't do that. But they're having fun. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So where the hell were we? No, we're just kind of briefly talking about Survivor Series, but I think we've kind of drained that well. Yeah, yeah, we have. So I forgot where we were going, but uh, anyway, I guess we can get it. We don't really have a ton of news tonight. I mean, things are going to start slowing down. So, oh, I was going to see if I could find that video. I wonder if I, I'd probably get in trouble for playing it, wouldn't I? I mean, if you just tell me the name of the song, I might know what you're talking about. Here, I'm going to put in Suit Rave Guy. Bingo. One minute, 12 seconds. Mm, okay. I'll take a look on the old Suit Rave Guy. It's the first video that pops up. Guy looks out of place wearing a suit to a festival until the beat drops. If it didn't have, you know what? I could play it without music, but that wouldn't do any good at all. Okay, so now I thought you actually meant this was a music video. This is more of like a meme. Yes, more of. 
Okay. Yeah. It's it's funny though, but yeah, don't uh, don't play any music. But I am recording, just in case you do. I see. <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Well, you watch that, and I guess we can get into a couple of, uh, I guess, small things here. You know what? Let's uh, let's start off with some uh, some fun stuff. Stephanie. Let's start off with Stephanie McMahon, Smart. Mm-hmm. The Susan B. Anthony of wrestling, we all know. Uh, yes, old Stephanie McMahon. We know her. We love her. She's sure. uh, she's always got that smile. Can I ask? The smile. You? Well, okay. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> all right. Maybe not a smile. So why does she always have that? Like like she's either she's guring. Or she just spoke Spanish at a Spanish restaurant to the waiter, and she's really happy about it. <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure what this look is, or she's really like in pain and trying to smile. But look, for for those of you on YouTube, for those not watching, I apologize for this. But let me just show you a little something, Smart. There's one. You see, you see this? Okay. Mm. Okay. Here's two. Ready? Bang! Look at this. Look. It was the same skull. Oh, wait. I'm not done. Look. Same. Look. Even with her dad. Oh, my gosh. She looks evil in this picture. She looks evil in all of the pictures, didn't he? Okay, one more. All of them. Same cheese. Look at... Yeah, I mean, look below the smile on that one. (laughs) Like, there's a... I mean, it's not like it's as everyone knows about the game, but there's a mass effect... It's an RPG, action adventure RPG, and like if you make bad decisions, if you do bad deeds, over time your character's face becomes like more and more distorted as they become eviler and eviler. So like the visible like ugliness matches the internal ugliness, and it just seems like she's like done enough like terrible things that it's just like reflecting upon her face at this point. Right, because I mean you know you have evil. And as you put it, I believe this will be, uh, no, this one here, uh, eviler. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I didn't know eviler was a, was a word until right now. Thank you, smart. Like she definitely looks like she for sure looks there's like, has a curl little thing going or like she, she'll adopt a bunch of dogs, but you don't want to know what she's using them for. I'll bet she whips the shit out of Triple H to Motorhead songs. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a reason he wrestles in his shirt every now and then. You don't want to see the whip marks on his back. <laughs> well, there's marks for sure. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So anyway, that was my little, uh, just wanted to show you all how Stephanie had the same smile in every God damn photo almost that she takes and it just gets worse and worse and worse. That one has its <laughs> that one has its fine features. I'm not gonna lie. Then now forever and it's all just the same fucking scope. It's a beautiful pin she has on from the SB mm-hmm. Awards here. It looks like looks like that's where she's at, the SBs. That's right. The Presbys. Oh yes, those. Yes. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Those, the AVN Awards. Yeah, those are different. Those are much different. SBC in the house. What up? What up? What up? Greetings. All right. I can get rid of that now. 
we don't need to make fun of Stephanie anymore, I guess. Oh, but we will. We will, but I don't need to have pictures to do it. But um, Stephanie uh, was touting a uh, a new signee they have. Um, if you've ever watched the show, I'm sure Smark has, the Netflix show Cheer. Wouldn't miss an episode. Absolutely. Me neither. Um, they have hired, uh, as they announced, uh, I believe, yesterday, uh, People Magazine, I actually put it out, 24-year-old Gabby uh, Gabby Butler. Gabby Butler is her name. Um, there she is right there at SummerSlam. Um, right. Stephanie was, you know, was basically saying, hey, it was great to chat with WWE's newest signee at Gabby Butler Cheer before hashtag Survivor Series, uh, hashtag War Games. I can't wait to see what you can do in the ring. Now, she's obviously, um, it has a little bit of a, of a Bella look to her. You know, dark hair, dark features, very pretty. Um, but obviously is also very athletic. Oh, doggy. Um, being on the show cheer, she is an actual cheerleader. That's right. She actually is in college cheerleading has two years left of college. Eligibility, uh, eligibility, uh, eligibility to two uh, years left of college. LGBT, I got LGBT, you. two years of college eligibility left. To um, still do cheer. So she's going to keep doing that while she's doing um, uh, wrestling and train. And it'd probably be a while before we see her. But um, I don't know who she is. But obviously athletic. If you look at more pictures, very flexible. Um, I think she might uh, might be all right at this. We'll see. Mayhaps, mayhaps. We will definitely see. But again, very, uh, very pretty girl. And um, like I said, athletic. We don't really know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> everyone liked the, the Stephanie smiles? I, I I know that there's no way that you've seen it, but there's a movie on Peacock. It was out in theaters a couple months ago. Smile is the name of the movie. And without giving too, too much of things away, people are smiling when they're doing very, very heinous things. And she looks like she would have fit perfectly well into that movie. Yeah, I did see that they were going around to like baseball games and shit, having people just sit there and smile <laughs> the whole game. Mm-hmm. They probably got paid well for that shit, dude. Yeah, it was a cool little thing they did there. Like the, the sort of viral marketing, I guess, would be the term for it. And not not to mention <laughs> the fact that a lot of the people they used for that were uh, not too hard on the eyes. No, and think about this, dude. You pay for a ticket to go and just get yourself noticed. That's all you have to do. And then that's way cheaper than fucking TV time. You literally just have to sit there and smile. It's it's not that hard. For me, it would be like impossible, but for for most people. You get, getting up and yelling at the TV, at the uh, players? Mm-hmm. Just contorting my face in such an expression would be kind of. I got you. I got you. Yeah, that would be a that would be tough to sit there and smile for a whole fucking game like that. 
What was that? <laughs> I think we got one. I think we had one there for a second. It was almost a smile. You okay? Mm. All right. I don't want to do it again because we for sure have mentioned him within the last like two or three months, but it, I just started thinking about smiling Bob from the inside commercials. Well, that, and you're also starting to look like Seth Rogen a little bit, so just stop what you're doing. How dare you? I, I said starting to, not you do. Although it could be worse. Yeah, it could because be. Because I have a cousin that looks like Jonah Hill, and that is just, that's, I feel bad for the lad. He's a good guy. He was in an episode. Mm-hmm. He was. One episode of NYPD. He has some kind of bullshit-ass Netflix documentary about how he's in therapy because he's sad because he has all the money in the world and he's not happy. I'm sure it's real tr- tragic shit. I, uh, I haven't made my way around to watching it yet, but um, I'm sure it's it's a real real think piece. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, I don't think you need to do that. Um, all right, let me get to one more, and then uh, we've only got two more after that, and me and Smart can kind of Go back and forth here on what's going on there. So we uh, also, WWE is uh, holding a two-day tryout at IMG Academy. You ever heard of this place? I have not, but I read the link that you sent me. Okay. I didn't read much on what the school was about, but um, it's a big fucking place. And they do... It, this place that they're going to also serves for other training for other uh, sports teams, uh, amateur and pro. So, there's a lot of I actually kind of want to read it because there's just so much fucking disgusting corporate speak in here that made me cringe. Um, WWE is looking to extend its grip on the future of the industry. Grip whatever industry that might be, by widening its reach. WWE's next round of trials will be held this week in the form of a two-day event at Top Athletic Prep School, IMG Academy. Okay, so far, not so bad. Only days removed from a record-breaking success at Survivor Series. What records? Did you lie about the fucking attendance numbers again? WWE will hold tryouts Wednesday and Thursday. IMG Academy campus in Branton, Florida. Mm-hmm. Probably not saying that right. You would know better than I would. Bradenton. The tryout. What is it? Bradenton. Bradenton. Ah, 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 there you go. The tryout is a part of a new recruitment strategy for WWE as it also aims to attract and elevate. It's profile among elite former college athletes. There are countless examples of top talent that came into the business via college sports. So basically, if you just ever played athletics in college, you were in the WWE, they could say that that's part of it. But there hasn't always been a system built out, said WWE head of talent operations and strategy, James Kimball. Uh, I'm a cop, you idiot. My there you is, go. I'm John Kimball. Probably his brother. I'll John Kimball. Hey. That'd be pretty great. Please go ahead. I'll. I wish Arnold was in charge of like talent <laughs> relations for their company. That's what we're trying to create here. A true talent development pathway into WWE for college athletes. Mm-hmm. Approximately 30 to 35 athletes participate in the IMG tryout and the venue is important. <laughs> if you say so, <laughs> IMG Academy well, better than, an elite Better than impotent. Ground. I mean, 
(laughs) What makes me laugh is this is from Sports Illustrated. You can look on sportsillustrated.com. But this is like, this looks like this guy, Justin, that wrote this article. It looks like he copy and pasted an email he got from their PR department. Because it just is, it's so just self-effacing and just nonsense. Probably exactly what he did. 30, I'm sorry. No, it's probably exactly what he did. Please, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> IMG Academy prides itself as an elite training ground, and its 600-acre state-of-the-art campus also serves as a training and competition venue for amateur and pro teams. No pro team I've ever heard of plays there. Uh, its first-class training facilities and air prestige are a great combination for WWE. So there you go. They talk about some of the other trials that they did throughout the year, but that's really not that important. No, 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 no. But yeah, um, well, they are having the tryout. So two-day, I don't believe they usually do two-day. I think they usually just do a little one-day, and whoever makes it, makes it, and whoever doesn't, fuck off. Mm-hmm. And then go there for six months and fuck off again. You know, upheave your whole life, and they hate you. Holy shit, there's like eight other paragraphs here that I didn't see the first time. But yeah, it's they're having some tryouts over there at the, the most prestigious athletic venue of all time, the IMG Academy. Well, it is an important venue. Basically, it just sounds like it's a like a prep school for like just rich douchebags, like somebody whose father was a former athlete or something will get them in there. And You know, as, as you're reading that, I'm actually thinking of, it's funny, I'm thinking of a movie that I actually have reviewed before me and Anthony reviewed called making the grade that actually takes place in a prep school. It's got Judd Nelson. It's actually the movie where dice Andrew dice clay got his character from. Um, he played a bookie named dice. Got the whole character from a movie and kept it (laughs) surprised. They never sued his ass, but whatever. Um, but uh, I was thinking of that movie when you were talking about this article and the campus and you ever watched a movie? It's a pretty good movie. Hard to find, but a fucking really good movie. <clears throat> yeah, it's not easy to find. Maybe a little easier now. Maybe easier to find now. Making the grade. I think it's 1980. Ooh, I want to go 84. Oh, yes. Yes. We've got them. They're in the Ooh. chat. I'm clicking it. I'm going to click it. You're going to click it? No, I'm not click it. Well, unfortunately, there's no link. There's just a free Vert Girls chat. I know. I need to. I guess I need to actually go in so I can block that prick. I, I, I'll load it up. I'm just hoping everything's going. I, I'm my modem blue again. So I'm actually using Wi-Fi as my internet right now which seems to work better than the ethernet. Interesting. I told my wife, I might have you just cancel that shit. <laughs> Cause right now we're paying for two modems and two internets. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to have one like tethered connection, but for the most part, Wi-Fi is reliable for most things you need it to do. Well, I mean, we still have the modem in my kid's room, which has the, you know, ethernet connection, which we, which is fine. We could definitely use that, but. I don't know. Not a big deal, you know. That's right. Not that big of a deal, but uh, I'll log on real quick and I will uh, block them. I mean, look, if you're not going to put a fucking link, I'm blocking your ass. Yeah, that's right. I mean, 
I was starting to think that my fortunes has finally turned around. We got these uh, horny local singles in my area, apparently, but there, there's no way for me to contact them. Good Lord, there's a lot of shows live right now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, poker, live poker. What am I doing on here? Fucking Hustler, <laughs> Hustler Casino is having a fucking, is doing a live fucking uh, stream. Every time they do a stream, trouble happens. Ooh. Oh, seriously. They've been... Every time they've been doing a stream lately, something's been happening. So it's been kind of crazy. But uh, Joe's live right oh, now. Stop. Sorry. All right. <laughs> At least there's two of you. There was two of me for a second there. Okay. Man, yeah, I got 4W it. Online is live. They only have a couple more listeners than we do. I, We're neck and neck, Daddy. Oh, wonderful. I definitely need to uh, get a new camera from looking at my video. All right, I'll take care of it. Let me go into here and figure out how to do this. Hmm, report remove. Go to channel, pin message, report. Ooh, pin message. Uh, let's just, ooh, Adam, let's add them as a moderator. What do you think? Okay. Hell yeah. Let's do I, it. I was kind of thinking about that based on last week where we had the other porn bot come in here. I think we need to get like a sponsorship with like a CD, like porn company or dating site. We need to like reach out to the people of Ashley Madison, see if we can get some sponsorships going. I think that might have been the same person right there. Oh, still got, I left one. I, I left one. Let me move my seltzer water. It's about time for a sip of beer. Can we get can we get mods that I you know what you probably should. I have no problem with that. I, I mean that's not my call, but now I gotta figure out how to do that. Oh. <laughs> You'll get it as soon as Box learns how to do it. So wait three to four weeks. No, I think I just put uh, again. I think all I would have to do is hit add moderator. There he is. You are now a, you are now a moderator, sir. SBC, moderate your ass off, man. That's right. I ain't paying you though. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not that kind of. We don't have that kind of budget. But I appreciate it. <laughs> You're now an unpaid intern. We do offer college credit. Oh, uh, yes. You can go to Trump College. <laughs> Yes, we're fucking Phoenix University. By the way, yes, I know he's running for president again, and I ain't doing this fucking shit again. So no fucking politics, please. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. You say no. I'm not doing the protest bullshit or anything else. Look at that. He even Look at that. SBC. I mean, that's actually kind of a strategy. Like, we don't talk about politics, but we just call ourselves like America's Wrestling Podcast. America. Yeah, like it's like a wrestling ring, but there's like instead of the canvas, it's the flag. America's wrestling. Just totally southern it up. America. Like I'm willing wrestling. to sell out everything I stand for for about 20 bucks. Uh, That's where my integrity is. Let's uh, get this fucking, I don't know, like machine gun coffee or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. There's a, whatever the alt right companies are. I'm, Give us some money. Black Rifle? Yeah, probably. They're not as alt-right as you think. They actually are... Donate to... I don't know anything about any of this shit. They donate to actually more 
Dem- they got kind of busted donating to, to Democrats, which I don't give a fuck. Don't do who the fuck you want to. I don't care. You can <laughs> donate as much as you want to whoever you want. I don't care. The fucking like the, the dirty jobs guy shows up like he's Chris Hansen. Hey, don't mess with Mike Rowe. I genuinely forgot his name. I wasn't I f- even trying to make fun of him. I fucking love that guy. I hate to tell you. I tell you. He's 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 a he's a good dude. He's a good dude. I I I like that guy. But anyway, uh, again, I ain't doing that shit. Um. All right. So we're down to four. Let's see if we can get this show done under two hours tonight. Look at the doggy again. Oh, all right. It's time for me to take a sip of beer real quick. Cheers to the people out there. All right. And uh, Smark, have at it with something, my man. Talk about something. Rap. Yeah, sure. Go for it. I thought this was interesting. This is from last week, what we were talking about Survivor Series. So we didn't really do too much of the news. But uh, in December, there's going to be a triple A event. And there's going to be an interesting a circumstance in which one of the talents is going to be appearing. A Santa Clara, California judge has allowed former UFC champion Kane Velasquez to wrestle at AAA's event in Tempe, Arizona on Saturday, December 3rd. Per ESPN's Mark Rinaldi, uh, Velasquez will team with Pagano and Blue Demon Jr. against Torres, Sambadanas, and Gringo Loco. Velasquez has worked for AAA before, will be able to remove the GPS monitor attached to him per conditions of his bail, but must both take and pay for a law enforcement officer with him on the trip. He can travel by plane in his house. Confinement restriction, another bail condition, will be waived temporarily from December 1st to the 4th. On Monday, Velasquez and his legal team requested permission for him to wrestle on the show that is being held at his alma mater, alma mater, words are hard, of Arizona State University. Judge Daniel, oh boy, Judge Daniel N. is what I'm going to call him, kicked the request over to another judge who is more familiar with the case. Velasquez is currently out on $1 million bail. Uh, on attempted murder charges stemming from a February incident in which he allegedly both chased down and fired a weapon into a truck that contained several people, one of them being a man who allegedly sexually assaulted both his child and one of a relative. Yep, that's how that's written, and one of a relative. Yep, somebody got paid to write that. Uh, The district attorney... And I got not paid to read this. The district attorney office objected to the request and initially asked for a rescheduling of the decision, despite the fact that the new date would be past the show date, making the delayed hearing moot. This will be AAA's first show in the country, country being the U.S., if you weren't paying attention earlier, mm-hmm. since September 2019 and Velasquez's first match since December 2021 at AAA, uh, AAA's Triple Mania Regia show. Cool. I think that's uh, pretty trustworthy. It's for someone out on a on a on a million bail to be given pretty much free reign for a, a few days is pretty rare. But I guess it's not like he can hide. He's fucking Cain Velasquez, you know. But how fucking cool of an entrance would that be if, like, he came to the ring with a fucking like parole officer and he took off his fucking ankle monitor before he got into the ring? Like, I'm not even kidding. That would be some badass shit. 
Like, you know he's going to fuck you up. You know what he did. Do not cross the man or he will come for you. Exactly, man. I, 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 we do know what he did. And I understand his feelings at the time. Let's just leave it at that. I do. I get where he was going. I get what he was doing. I, we'll just leave it at that. But um, what's going on, Christopher Kane? But uh, I don't know, man. It's um, it's just pretty rare that most most people out on a million dollars bail for attempted murder would not, or I mean, attempted murder, firing a gun in public, many other charges, would not be allowed to go do this. But I got no problem with it. I think it's actually pretty cool. He's got to have a police escort, so he might have someone coming into the ring with him. They they may actually have a police escort walking him down to the ring. I'm telling you, they should incorporate this into the show. Like, I mean, they're probably not getting, you know, I don't know how much you can get the officer to cooperate with them. But if he's just there in his vicinity, that still looks cool. Yeah, why not? We'll see. What, I mean, it. I think you actually have to have those monitors. The cop would have to take the monitor off. It would be funny, though. He, he gets in the ring, he stands there, his ankle's there, and the cop just reaches under the apron and un- unscrews it. I think it's a special Tanya, tool. that'd be an awesome entrance. I think it's almost like taking out a Ford radio. Like, you have to have mm-hmm. a, you have, you're supposed to have a special tool when really all you need is a good, strong coat hanger and you can take out a Ford stereo. It's got, right. those, it's got those little prongs in it, those two. You ever seen a Ford stereo? Sort of. I mean, I vaguely know what it is that you're talking about. I've seen something like that in like movies before. Yeah, they have two holes on either side, and you're supposed to have a tool to get it out. It was try. It was there. Was, it was supposed to be like an anti-theft thing, but really, all you needed was a coat hanger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stick that bitch in there. Pull that fucking radio out. You're done. I had a little Ford Ranger and I yanked that radio out of there. So that's, that's how I know. Yeah. Yeah. Pulled that little radio out that bad boy. Um, Yes. Christopher Kane. Hangman is back. Fired up. Cowboy shitting everywhere. Sorry. Um, So that, that didn't come out right. Ooh, that yeah, we, I don't think he defecated during the show. No, maybe. At least not on camera. I, he had jeans on. You know. <laughs> you know, just saying. They're kind of like muffin catchers. I mean, this is like almost a two-week-old story, but Christopher, or not Christopher King, uh, SBC had mentioned that G. Waver got arrested, and I didn't know that, and I'm reading about it now. Hmm. It's some wild shit. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. I mean, for what it's worth, it was from November 18th. So just, I'm not trying to pass this off as new information, yes. but I, it was new to me. 12 um, days. It's only 12 days, dude. We're okay. According to troopers, Graver was found nodding off in the driver's seat of a 2007 Chevy Equinox. That seems appropriate somehow. And admitted that he even snorted 10 bags of heroin. After he was given uh, Narcan, Mm -hmm. he was taken into custody and police found meth in his parents' pocket. Uh, When Leach, who was sitting in the passenger seat, also got out of the car, police saw possible heroin in baggies on the seat and took him into custody after finding paraphernalia on him. 
Graver was taken to the hospital for a blood draw and car was taken back to the police station to be searched. Police found over 25 grams of possible meth, marijuana, other heroin packets, shrooms, uh, and some other goodies. I'm just, I can't scroll down that fast. Along with paraphernalia and just, I don't know why this part makes me laugh, but $181 cash. <laughs> the fact that it's an odd number is what's amusing to me. I don't know why, but uh, Graver and Leach both face felony manufacture, deliver, or possession with intent to manufacture or deliver along with other misdemeanor charges. The pair are currently lodged in Huntingdon County Prison with bail set for Leach listed at $50,000 and Graver at $75,000. Preliminary hearing is scheduled for today. So there you go. That's relevant. November 30th. There you go. All those fucking drugs and they're out on bail and fucking all this, all fucking Kane did was shoot at a guy. Okay, so he hit one guy. Man, that should be his opponent at Triple Mania. This oh god, it's <laughs> just Kane Velasquez versus G Raver. They, the fucking main event at Triple A in the fucking Tempe Dome in Tempe, Arizona. They both come in getting their ankle bracelets taken off. Hell yes! Oh, it's an ankle bracelet match. Like I, I told, I came up with the idea before that they should like have an entire fed of people that were like basically canceled, and that's what control your narrative was and that was a failure mm. but we'll go back to the drawing board and just say that it's an entire wrestling company of felons yeah i like it you could have a match yes. where where if um one of the guys keep the, they they keep the ankle bracelet on and if they get thrown out the wrong side they're exactly the amount of of of, of speed away where it alerts the cops Ooh. so they can't be thrown out of the ring if they are they get arrested Instead of the pay window, you just get shit added to your commissary. Yeah, you don't go to the pay window. You go to the the prison window. Mm -hmm. You go get your towels and your toothbrush. (laughs) All the promos are conducted through the fucking glass. (laughs) (laughs) It's just got the phone to their ear. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wait, and every now and then they, they, they do the back shot where you see the cameraman with the phone. And he's got it right up to the microphone. What's that? All right, that'd be old school. I know they could mic someone now, so I'm don't you know? I'm calm down. Yeah, fucking Marty Janetti. Marty Janetti versus Sonny, just intergender match. It's progressive. Mm-hmm. You'd have to get Sonny out of prison. I don't know about that right now. Well, I mean, if Kane can get out, then anything is possible. Kane's got a million dollars. Sonny doesn't. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. She, she she probably had a million dollars. Oh, yes. She's definitely pissed away that much. No. That's what happens. That's that, that, that can definitely happen. Not all the time, but sometimes. So, damn, they found a lot. Um, dude, they're paying indie wrestlers too much if we can afford that. That actually is a good point that I hadn't considered. Like, <laughs> how do you work for GCW and you can afford that much heroin? Brett Lauderdale. Like I like GCW, but there's no way that you can like buy ten bags of heroin off a GCW check. I know. What is Brett paying? Oh, is this how Brett is paying these guys? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the 2020, 2022 model. You don't get a hot dog and handshake anymore. You get a hand job and heroin. How can you afford all this on your pay? This is my pay. Okay. <laughs> Bitch, well, it, it gives them. It gives them options. You can either use the heroin mm-hmm. or you could sell the heroin for more money. Right. 
just don't fucking step on it again. Don't cut it. Mm-hmm. You'll never get repeat customers that way. That is a lot of heroin, I'm assuming. That's... I've never done heroin, but snorting 10 bags of heroin seems like that would put you in a very interesting place. SBC says maybe he was producing. It's possible the meth he was, because that's a lot of meth, dude. That was a lot of... They, they found a lot of everything except money. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think yeah. he was producing. He would have yeah, had... It, it makes me think that, yeah, well, I guess they don't have him in trouble for charge, for selling just says manufacture, deliver, possession. Hmm. Right. Well, deliver. Yeah, Not, I guess, yeah, deliver would be Well, distribution, deliver, there's probably a difference between those two. There's probably... Yeah, the, I, I, I distribution would, is not in here at all. Right. Deliver, though, I would... It could be a... I could be a form of distribution. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. Uh, that's, that, that's where the language in the law gets all... Exact. So, so damn. Ben Cornette's having a fucking field day with this one. Oh, I'm sure he is. Holy shit. Well, going to be a while before we see that. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Um, Jeez. I don't even know where to go from there. That's like awful right there. Man, where, where were they again? Uh, geez. Um, was it? See. Did you say? For some reason, I thought you said Tempe, Arizona, but I don't think you did. Well, yeah, Tempe, Arizona is where the AAA show is happening. Okay, I knew you said it. Somewhere. So I did say Tempe, Arizona, but we were, we were going to have him wrestle Cain Velasquez at the AAA show. Uh, Huntington. That that's how it's spelled: H-U-N-T-I-N-G-D-O-N, County, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Where it's, it's spelled Hunting Don. Looks like they were hunting. A, G, looks like they were hunting G Raver, not Don. Who the fuck is Don? Dumb name. Dumb name. <laughs> like somebody misspelled Huntington, but they just went with it. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. So G Raver is having himself some fun, I guess, or was. Wow. It's a lot of heroin. Good for him, I guess. Yeah, a lot of heroin. A lot of heroin. A lot of heroin. So, uh, wants to come on after he gets out, he's spot open for him. Yeah, I'm not even sure. I mean, anyone I talk about at this point is just going to be a bad transition, but uh, so, um, there's been rumor of uh, William Regal. Like I said, anyone I start talking about is going to be bad, of William Regal possibly being done with AEW after the whole thing went down with him and MJF. Um, and we all saw what happened tonight, which we'll get into in a little while here. We'll let, we won't spoil it for Christopher Kane yet. Uh, we'll let, we'll let him watch a little first. And, um, basically on wrestling observer radio, Dave Meltzer said that, um, Regal's contract is far from over. He said he thinks it was a one year deal. He said he doesn't want to give a date. Now he said he was told a date. But he knows it was still months away, several months away. So uh, Meltzer continued saying that uh, his lordship likely would be uh, not going anywhere soon unless Tony Khan let him out of his contract. Now, once again, 
Like I said, there were rumors of him leaving, going to WWE, back home. We know Triple H respects and loves William Regal, as most of us do. So I believe tonight's little thing might have been to write him off for a little break. Wouldn't hurt. Guy's pretty much been on TV every fucking week for the past few months. And um, I don't know, but as far as him going back to WWE, I don't think so. Don't expect it. Let's stop the fucking rumors. What do you got? Maybe in the future. Many things possible, but oh yeah, I like the idea of Dave Meltzer referring to him as his lordship. Well, I'm not quite sure if Dave Meltzer said those words. You know, um, well, no, his lordship... Uh, it's not going anywhere. Hold on a minute. There, there, there's a rat running through my newspaper clippings. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not newspaper. Hold on, I'm getting a text from G-Raver. You won't be able to make it. I'm getting a text for Jeep Raver. It's just a pair of handcuffs. I don't know what's happening right now. Do you think I can get a refund then? <laughs> it's just handcuffs. Um, Brian, take over for me for a minute here. <laughs> Dave Meltzer kind of does have the energy of somebody who does heroin, now that I think about it. You never know. You never know. Just sort of low-intensity guy. You just never know. But um, like I said, as far as Regal, don't be expecting to see him uh, going anywhere anytime soon, which I say fucking thank God I'm loving him in AEW. They're using him way more, and it's just, it's great. He's getting to play a fucking evil motherfucker, and I don't know what's going to happen now with what we saw tonight, but um, it was great shit from him again tonight. But once again, all those rumors with him, you know, possibly going to WWE. Every time someone does something in AEW, they're going back to WWE now. They're going back to WWE. All, since Cody, everyone now is going back to WWE. Everyone. Mm. Fucking Pandora's box opened. Well, and a lot of people have the same fucking, but, but a, a lot of people I listen to have the same thing, though. Oh, well, they're going to go back for the money. Not? Everybody is about the money in this world. I don't know if people know that. Some people want to actually be happy and have decent money, both. I'm just saying, you know, you know, just saying. So you have something. Yeah, speaking of people that are for sure going back to the WWE, um, Andrade El Idolo wrote on social media that he recently underwent surgery for a torn pectoral muscle. Mm -hmm. On Twitter, Idolo wrote that he suffered an injury from a few months ago during a match. My first surgery, I can't believe it happened, Idolo wrote. A few months ago, I tore my pectoral. Thank God. I could and wanted to finish my match. I kept working because I love the business, but we know that many people do not value your effort these days. Off I took the opportunity to go to doctor. I wrote, I read that exactly as he wrote it. I tried to translate, but uh, yeah. 
Uh, so there you go. There's some more things here. Adol wrote or pulled out of an independent booking earlier this month due to what he said was an issue to attend. Quote: While recording a message explaining his pulling out, Tihi, he was wearing what appeared to be a hospital gown. Idolo's last match in AEW was on September 4th, where he lost a ladder match at All Out that was eventually won by MJF. He was scheduled to face 10 of the Dark Order during the October 5th taping of AEW Rampage, but was suspended from the company following a backstage altercation with Sammy Guevara. Mm hmm. Yeah. But I guess he was hurt and needed surgery anyway, so. <laughs> Timing worked out well for him. Is it timing? Is it are are these stories worked? I don't know anymore, dude. I don't think it was a work. I don't. I'm not a work. Is, is it? Is it getting blown out of fucking proportion? Is it bullshit? Uh, I have no fucking clue anymore, man. I think it's pretty fucking stupid, though. <laughs> all these fucking yeah. all the bullshit going on back there. Not Andrade. I don't think he's stupid. Um, but. Uh, Man, that's the same. Well, he has power, and he speaks for, like as a man from a position of power, where he's just like he doesn't like Sammy, and he's not afraid to tell people about it. And mm-hmm. if he gets fired, he can either go back to WWE or he can live off his wife's money. Like he, he's gonna have to work really hard to fuck himself into a corner. Yeah, yet it can happen either either way. But I don't know. Yeah, but uh, listen, this isn't much about him. More about his. Uh, Torn Peck. That was the same thing that Cody had when he went into a match with Seth Rollins, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. But um, hey, good for him. I guess it was good timing. I mean, he would have been out for a few out for a few months anyway. So this will give him time to cool off and decide what he wants to do. Try. I guess. I mean, I don't know. And I mean, I do hear, I, I hear the other side of it with everyone kind of like, listen, well, why does Sammy get to, uh, you know, still be working every week when, you know, Andrade is, you know, suspended and they spend it at Eddie Kingston and, you know, Sammy was the one. Sammy didn't start either one of those. By both, both of those incidents, Sammy never threw a punch, was attacked in both situations. Right. That's why Sammy was still working. I think he should kind of refrain from talking shit, though, because at this point it's been proven that he's not going to actually do anything. So he should maybe just not say anything when people start throwing chain his Yeah, it would probably help. Oh, excuse me. Between fucking just waking up early and those pills, I'm exhausted. Um, But yeah. Hopefully Andrade is all good from his surgery, comes back, and um, they can actually do something with him at AEW, or he does go back to WWE. But like you said, he can always just not wrestle at all, work out his contract, take a couple years off. He can, trust me, Charlotte's making plenty of money. We know that. Yeah, I mean, he's got, he could go to WWE, he's going to get triple A's around, there's all kinds of opportunities for him. New Japan, if he wants to go there. Yeah. Absolutely. The guy could really go anywhere. He's talented as fuck. So I don't know. And I think it, I think it's crazy that he went from WWE to AEW and you're like, oh, AEW, they'll, they'll, they'll know how to use him. And then like two months later, he's in a fucking, he's in this stupid group. 
Mm-hmm. They, they won't fucking get rid of it. I know. It's 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 hanging on. Like Dark Order is fucking hanging on by a thread. Ten now is out of Dark Order. He turned on Dark Order. He threw the mask down in front of Negative One, you know, on Rampage. Dark Order is hanging on by a fucking thread at this point. They're not letting go of that either. My God, Tony, let it go. Let it go. Let it be. Yeah, free. like that song. From, like I don't remember what the name of the song was, but it, from Frozen. There you go. There you go. If you love it, Tony, set it free. If it comes back, it was meant to be. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's a, some of that's very weird because there's a lot of people who it seemed like it'd be a slam dunk for them to become big stars when they got there, and it just hasn't panned out. Because, like you were saying, and Andrade, like fucking Rusev is on a milk carton somewhere. Miro, Miro, on a milk carton somewhere. Uh, I mean, fucking, mm. it, it full circle, like on All Out, All Out 2021, Ruby Soho debuted, and everybody like went crazy. And then All Out 2022, she was on the pre-show. She was on the pre-show because of the Eddie Sammy thing. So it, it wasn't even she wasn't even intended to getting a match. It was just she ended up working a mixed tag match because Eddie tried to beat up Sammy, and that was her opportunity to get a pre-show match. She wasn't even booked for the pay-per-view, so it's just like they keep bringing in people, but then they don't do shit with them always necessarily. Hmm. Yeah, I, Miro. There's, there's a few people we could mention, but I mean, most of the guys just—you wonder. I mean, for a while there, we were wondering what the hell they were doing with Pack. Now he's out there. You know, he they they got him in Death Triangle, but it's fun. But like a guy like Miro, make him the leader of a little group if you want to put him on TV more. If you like groups that much, that's what you need to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Now, did 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 you click on that story that uh, that SBC just sent us? I know I can do it now though. All right. It is a story about Oh yeah. <laughs> Mayor Kane. The story about Mayor Kane and it's about a golf cart scandal. Okay. Let's read this. We're gonna read this live. Fuck going in hot. That's it. We're going in cold. Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs asked county employees to work at his home while they were on the clock pressured a department head to lie to state investigators and cursed at him when he wouldn't do it. Lucky he didn't hook his nuts up to a car battery. Uh, according to a federal lawsuit, the county, the county settled by agreeing to pay 150000 to former Parks and Recreation Director Paul White. <laughs> now incredibly ironic. This is sounding very familiar. <laughs> well... <laughs> it's Parks and Director Paul White. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Deputy Law Directors Houston Havasey and David, I'm going Wiggler. I know there's not two G's, but I'm going Wiggler. Uh, yeah, it has to be Wiggler or Wiggler. It's Wiggler, but I'm going with Wiggler. David Wiggler denied any laws were broken in their response <laughs> to the Wiggle. law. <laughs> to the lawsuit that was settled last week. A county spokesperson told Knox News the work done at Jacob's house removing a snake from the home wasn't done on county time because the workers were on their lunch break. 
Wait, he was cussing at people though. Why the? <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, the suit was filed with claims about Jacobs' uh, conduct during a scandal over the personal use of county resources. The 134-page document details a tumultuous, tumultuous, tumultuous. 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 Okay, now you got me fucked up. Tumultuous. Period. In late 2020, when Jacob's chief of staff, Brian Hare, was accused of using a golf cart at his home, Hare resigned, but the fallout led to an investigation by the state of Tennessee. Good Lord, we need to investigate this use of golf carting. Uh, the suit lays you out hate to the, see a hair fall out. <laughs> you fall out of a golf cart. Uh, the mm-hmm. suit lays out the internal efforts Jacobs and his aides made to hide the misconduct from reporters. The allegations include, oh boy, okay, we're all right. We only got a few things here. Jacobs. <laughs> It'd be great if you just played the fucking like Law and Order Steam after all of these. Ba-dum-dum. Actually, I'll be talking Law and Order on Saturday with uh, Eric and uh, Doug on uh, nice. on Unscripted Wrestling. So there you go. Uh, Jake, here's the the chart. The uh, allegations. Jacobs encouraged white, n- not white people. The the guy Paul White, the Parks and Recreations director, to lie to state investigators about. Hare's illegal personal use of county-owned golf cart. Jacobs, a former WWE wrestler with an imposing build, pounded a desk, cursed at White when he refused to lie to cover for Hare after it was revealed um, revealed he and his wife were using a county-owned golf cart that was delivered to their home. Mm-hmm. Hare eventually returned the golf cart to the county, but Hare planned to tell investigators he had given it up months earlier. White said Hare pressured White to lie. He had the golf cart for only a few weeks. White said Hare threatened to fire him if he didn't. (sighs) So anyway, everyone's denying the allegations against him here. Um This is pretty crazy. Actually, Glenn Jacobs, all right, his chief of staff actually did plead guilty to official official misconduct in the golf cart case. (laughs) This is the, dude, this sounds like, like literally this sounds like an episode of Dukes of Hazzard. Mm -hmm. Like, Everything about it, this could be an episode of Dukes of Hazard. I'm waiting for Roscoe to show up and Daisy to shake her ass and, and for, for Kane and he forget Well, I forgive you. <laughs> what the I, fuck? Holy I, shit. I, Go ahead. Yeah, I mean there's this is a big hair fallout and you just you don't like to see it. I have never been prouder to be in the general vicinity of this county. White hair. Not only hair, but white hair. That's right. Yeah? Yes, Kane is boss hog. Absolutely, Kane would be boss hog in this situation. 
Kane would have made it. White confirmed to Knox News the county paid him $150,000 to settle his lawsuit. So this guy got like $150,000 for basically just Kane threatening him because he wouldn't lie about a stolen golf cart. This uh, is, uh, this is allegedly. Allegedly. Is allegedly. Wow. That's an, um, I mean, this is one for the ages here, folks. I am. Thank you, SBC. Um, not even sure where to go from there. Uh, good luck, Mayor Kane. Well, that's kind of the funny thing about this is like, I feel like the average citizen would not really care if one of the elected officials was improperly using a golf cart. But how much fucking money was spent and like all these loyal, like legal fees and shit? Like, oh my goodness. Like, this, that's a lot of fucking time and resources and energy that are being wasted. Yeah, way more than a few hours spent on a golf cart. So, I, that's just the way they want to do it, man. That is what they want to do. So, anyway, good luck, Kane. But uh, I guess speaking of Kane, we can get into something here with uh, Booker T. Um, Kane, you dig it. Uh, uh. Oh, Booker T has once again made some stupid statements. Lately, this is what the <laughs> news has been. This has been Booker T making stupid statements and getting um, publicity for this. I can't uh, believe you just said that. What? I mean, that's the look on his face right there. I know. Tell me you didn't just say that. You can't believe you just said that. I know. Jim Ross was probably in the ring uh, dancing. He's a (laughs) motherfucker. All right. Um, So Booker T, we all know, likes to go on his little thing and uh, his little podcast and talk about stuff. And this time he thinks, uh, didn't, doesn't think, but he he alludes that he doesn't think AEW is going to be open much longer. He said, if they keep playing games, it will lead to AEW shutting down. And I quote, While you're performing, when you're performing on my show, it's a script, Booker T said. And when you go out there and just do perform, you know, that's where things get hectic. That company could be closed down in a couple years. And these guys could uh, are going to be wondering what the hell happened. And it's because... They're going out there and playing games, not understanding what this stuff is really about, Booker T added emphatically. Now, a few things he was angry about was when the elite came back last week, they were making fun of the whole situation. You know, they were kind of mocking it in the ring with Kenny Omega biting and doing the the, the, uh, GTS and all that shit. Um, he wasn't happy with all that. Uh, he once again just kind of kept rolling and he said, they're working their butts off. He said, they're bumping like crazy. Those guys are taking some of the craziest bumps you've ever seen, but they do it. If everybody can figure that out, I'm sure the young bucks bank account looks pretty well. So if you can figure that out, you're okay. Booker concluded by saying not everyone will be able to be the Young Bucks, but as far as the antics of trolling goes, he's just not okay with that, Smart. So Booker T, being a little bit of an old curmudgeon, 
not liking the antics in AEW, which, uh, I mean, it's not like WWE never had its moments of backstage uh, fuckery. Um, obviously, we've seen, I mean, were, is that what those guys were doing back then? Playing games back in the uh, back in the Attitude Era and stuff like that? They were playing games? They weren't taking yeah, any, yeah. backgammon to bound. Mm. Back in Pie Gal, maybe. Little Pie Gal, little deal in some Pie Gal, maybe. But um Man. Da, listen, it, it, he makes it sound like WWE is this fucking squeaky clean company that's never had their fucking problems. I mean, we've heard about fights backstage. Jericho fucking uh Jericho's gotten in was about to be Brock's ass one day. We heard I mean Sean, Brett. Clump of hair. We've heard about all these. We've heard about many backstage arguments. It's fucking Sin Cara got into a backstage argument with someone. I forget who it was. Um, oh, it was a uh, not Andrade. The other guy without talent. Oof, Alberto Del Rio. Ah, thank you. That guy. I mean, based on some of the things that he more than likely did, I don't have a problem with you insulting him, but I was. <laughs> Or on Dryday. No, I, I, I'm sitting there. For some reason, he popped in my head. But, I mean, they've got the same kind of look. What was the name of that, that guy that, uh, you know, like sexually assaulted a woman and then intimidated her so she dropped the charges? I can't remember his name. Um, um, um. She dropped the charges, so that's, you know, allegedly, sir. Oh, yes. He's not convicted of anything, but, uh, you know. I'm going to have to text a wife for a beer. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Booker T, again, just kind of claiming that WWE is squeaky clean. We know it's not. We've heard plenty of shit going on backstage. In w- You know what? We've seen the promos where basically fucking Shawn Michaels was fingering Sonny backstage. There's been plenty of fuckery and craziness backstage in WWE to Booker. Just because there was a segment on an episode of Raw where she like pretended to fuck a guy in an Elmo costume. Like I could, if I if I really wanted to, I could go back and tell you what episode of Raw that was. But that that is a thing that happened on their television. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I guess when uh, you know uh, you know Triple H and Shawn Michaels are back, you know, doing a segment where uh, Candice Michelle is getting up, you know. Pretending, almost making like she's blowing Triple H in a couple segments. That's okay. That they're they're not playing games. They're serious. They're doing their job. Oh, Booker T. Actually, if you give me half a tick, I could probably tell you what episode of Raw that was because I just found an article about it. Because <laughs> I just had to absolutely make sure that that's not something I imagined, but I, I definitely saw the video. I think Booker T is bored without Randy Orton there because he can't say Randy Orton. Uh, January 11th, 1997. There you go. Right in the heart of the uh, attitude there. Mm. Very nice. 
basically Sonny in a man-sized, quote, fondle me Elmo, made love with the lights off afterwards. Elmo, actually, w- <laughs> holy shit, actually, WWE interviewer Todd Pettengill asked Sonny where his penis was while Sonny gave an all shucks look at the camera. It was WWE's attempt to do some kind of Saturday Night Live sketch and be more topical. Tickle me Elmo dolls were a craze and selling for ridiculous prices at the time. So Sonny Fondle. pretended to fuck Tad Pettengill while he was dressed like Elmo. Fondle me Elmo. Mm-hmm. Fondle me Elmo. All right. Well, uh, I think Booker T needs to go back on his meds. Couldn't hurt. And uh, chill the fuck out and stop acting like WWE is this fucking company that never has any issues. They've never had any problems. They've never been that. Stop it, Booker T. Companies have their problems. New companies definitely have problems. Called growing pains. Not the television show. Not the car camera television shows, Mark. Nope, too late. I already said love the show. God damn it. I knew where you were going. Anyway, you got anything on uh, Booker T and his uh, anguish with... uh, AEW. No. Okay. Yeah, fuck that guy. Nope. All right. Um wow, I think that might be Do you have anything else? I mean, just I guess to go back to the Booker T thing, it's like is it's it's a bigger deal that they acknowledge the fact that the incident happened, or is it a worse problem that they gave a fucking Brinks truck worth of money to a guy who went out during a press conference for the company and called everyone he worked with like a bunch of dumb fucking morons, moronic children. Like, I feel like that's a little bit more detrimental of like, maybe you don't like overpay for somebody who ends up being just a fucking curmudgeon. Well, yeah, we've given. He made them a lot of money, but you know, ultimately that kind of blew up in their face. Yeah. And then he said, give it all back. Mm-hmm. I made y'all a lot of money and you're going to give a lot of it back. (laughs) So listen, it's kind of how it goes. So, all right, well, I guess that means we can uh, get into dynamite. Indeed. I guess that's what that means. Let me get that loaded up because I accidentally closed it down. That was my fault, obviously. Dynamite. There we go. Not as many matches as usual. Um, good amount of talking segments tonight. Uh, we had the uh, we had, we were going to hear from MJF. We heard from Wardlow. We saw the uh, the, the 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 baddie Jade Cargill celebration. M- m- decent amount of talking segments on this show. Really, only three or four matches. Mm-hmm. Maybe five. I think five. Well, maybe four. I don't know. We'll see as we go through. So anyway, we can kind of kick off here, starting out with the uh, the Moxley thing. Uh, that's kind of where they started off. That is where they started off with Moxley coming out first. He's not dressed to wrestle. He's dressed to talk. And Moxley says he grew up about 90 miles from where they are right now. They were in um, Indianapolis? No. Where were they? They were in Indiana. I don't know if it was Indiana. Indianapolis or not, but they're in Indiana. There you go. Um, he said, but there's uh, one constant. 
in AEW, and that's John Moxley. Says there's no man that can tell him any different. And right then, Adam Page's music hits, and he walks down with a purpose and um, goes downstairs down Moxley. <laughs> what? Nothing. What did I do? Just a phrase, he goes downstairs and Moxley baby sticker. I didn't even catch that. He went to the ring and he just fucking sucked his cock clear off. <laughs> and he was staring at him the whole time. That's mm, cowboy looking shit. Looking up at him, calling him daddy the whole nine. That's cowboy shit right there, Smart. The whole nine went through his mouth. That's total broke back mountain for you right there, brother. That's what, that's what it is. Um, anyway, uh, Moxley goes to say something and Hangman just starts beating the shit out of him. Um, they had a really good pull apart, actually, to kick this little 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 segment off here or end this segment and kick the show off. Uh, the fans just keep chanting, let them fight. Moxley then fell off the ramp. Oh, no. You didn't see that? No, just in response to that poor Moxley falling off the ramp. Oh, he did. He fell off the ramp. He was walking up to go run after Adam Page. And I love how I think it was Excalibur was like, he got so excited. He didn't know where the ramp ended. Well, I made that mistake. Uh, it looked like to me what happened was when the security was trying to push away um, Page, one of the pages, then it looked like one of them kind of got in Moxley's way and it was either run into the guy on national television or go into the cables. And I think he just decided to go off the fucking ramp and into the cables. I would have ran into the motherfucker. There you go. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fans were definitely all into this shit. They were fucking loving every minute of this, man. I thought this was a good good way to start the show, Smart. Well, you. I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, what are you, you going to do with Moxley now that you've already had him win the belt twice, challenged for the belt, being perpetually in the main event pitcher? He has to do something else. I guess he'll be feuding with Hangman for a little while. Poor guy needs some time off. Let him, let him go vacation for a little while. We, I Spend swear, some time in the Hamptons. I think, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, there you go. I think that's where everyone thought he was going. I think everyone thought he was going on vacation because he was supposed to go when Punk went fucking you know, bad shit. And he didn't, he came back, he did this. And it looks like now they're going to feud him with, you're right. Hangman Adam page. So I guess after this, maybe he'll go on vacation. I guess we'll figure that one out as we go. Um, Poor guy's never going to get any vacation. No, they're not going to let him. Don't worry. I would love to know where he goes on fucking vacation. Like, I just can't see him just, like, you know, I don't know, going and seeing fucking Statue of Liberty here. Like, going to the Wax Museum or some shit. Wax Museum, maybe. I, I could actually mm-hmm. see him going to a Wax Museum. Maybe. <laughs> him just getting the biggest fucking kick out of the Wax Museum while Renee just looks bored the entire time. Yeah. Like, oh, that one looks like Michael Jackson. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I don't know. Where would a John Moxley go? I don't even know where. I can't even think of a place. Knoxbury Farm. Six Flags over Georgia. Just goes to the gym. 
I've been to Six Flags over Georgia. <laughs> John, we're going to need you to, to quit bleeding over the Stairmaster, please. <laughs> so there is fucking, there is blood all over this Smith machine. We need you to just knock it off. Like, if you're going to bleed all over our equipment, at least use the free towels that we provide to clean your mess up. There you go. At least. At minimum. At least, I would. I would actually. I would pay fucking an obscene amount of money if if I actually had an obscene amount of money to see fucking John Moxley and Nick Gage just like working out at a Planet Fitness somewhere. That would be funny. I would like to just go to dinner with those two. That would be the fucking most insane dinner in the world. <laughs> Fucking Nick Cage <laughs> just fucking calling the manager over and doing like the thing where it makes it seem like you're gonna yell at the like complain about him, but you're like they're actually complimenting him. Just all three uh, of us just yelling at the Waffle House management. Chris is the best fucking server I've fucking had. I appreciate him. This fucking this blooming onion is the best fucking blue. I appreciate this shit. Oh shit, we went to Outback? <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Well, they have to be going to Outback. Fuck yes, I love Outback. Outback with fucking Moxley and Cage. I like Outback. I do. I'm 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 an Outback fan. And there's one near my near work. We go every now and then. <laughs> Where's my fucking gang at? And like the to go guy just kind of waves at him. <laughs> All fucking day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, speaking of gang members, we had uh, Dax Harwood of FTR versus Brian Danielson. Just out there ganging it up in this match. Um, I mean, to hear these two names come down to the ring, you're pretty much guaranteed a good match. This match definitely delivered. As the announcers pointed out to us many times, they had just locked up in the crowd chanting, this is awesome. He was right. That was all it took for them was to lock up and the crowd is chanting, this is awesome. Um, it was a pretty fucking good match, though. They There were a few this is awesome chants for this match. Uh, Danielson gets the win. Little 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 show of respect at the end of the match between these two, which uh thought was kind of cool. Yeah, it was a pretty solid match. I mean, I'm not the biggest FTR fan, but they're good wrestlers. I'm not either, but you can't deny their work quality. I, I just I think they're overrated, not in a bad way. Just I think people put them over as like the greatest tag teams. It's fucking Tully and Arn. I don't buy that. They're a good tag team. Don't get me wrong, but let's. Well, it's let's the stop. weird thing of like I feel like I don't know, like they're they're not packaged in a sincere way. I don't think like they they seem very sort of manufactured, and then but then they're also doing like the oh, you know we're not nothing fancy. We're just good old-fashioned brawlers. And it's like, well, you're not tough guys. We don't believe you to be tough guys. You're technical wrestlers. So, like, come up with some sort of a gimmick or some sort of fucking window dressing, something that just other than just we're the guys who wrestle and we don't have to talk because we're such good wrestlers. Like, there's 8 billion of those guys right now. They have a gimmick. No flips, just fists. Mm, They're just out there fisting people? That's it. Scissors, fisting. They're scissoring. They're fisting. Top guys out. 
<laughs> oh my god, dude, that's a missed opportunity. Fucking an Adam and Eve commercial with like Tony Khan. Like just like two two people are just getting it on and fucking Tony Khan's big fucking coked up face just appears from like behind the sofa. Top guys out. Don't ask me that question again. I can't answer it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we get Ricky Starks backstage. He just injects himself into the diamond, uh, the uh, AEW diamond ring battle royal. Mm-hmm. Dynamite diamond ring. Dynamite diamond ring. Thank you. I My notes just say diamond diamond. I don't know why. <laughs> because I don't speak well. Um, so he, you know, he's backstage talking to Tony Schiavone and then, uh, we come back from commercial and Moxley and fucking hangman still backstage, still getting pulled apart, but they were kicked out of the arena. The announcers made sure to tell us maybe seven times that they should be kicked out of the arena and then ended by saying, we just got told they were kicked out of the arena. It's perfect. There you go. Anyway, we get the, uh, Jericho Appreciation Society backstage with uh, Renee Paquette. There's uh, Wheeler Yuta there and Claudio from the Blackpool Combat Club. And this just ended up being a lot of yelling with Jake Hager in his purple hat. Um, Jake Hager in his purple Zubaz and purple hat and no shirt and fanny pack. Now you think maybe he's just doing this for television, right, Smart? Oh, I know where you're going, and no, this is not just for television. Obviously, you would think it's just for television, but no, 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 no. Jake Hager pumping gas at a gas station right here, and look at this: Maserati pumping gas, no shirt, fanny pack, purple Zubaz, purple hat, living the fucking gimmick. And again, you see him. Probably the same. Uh, gr- this is a grocery store. This looks like a, uh, let's see. Is that a Walmart? Probably. No, there's green. There's it would, green. wouldn't be a Walmart. If I had to guess, they're probably in Florida, probably a Publix. Publix. That is a Publix cart. You're 100% correct. So, yeah, there he is. Jake Hager in a grocery store. No shirt. No purple Zubaz in this picture, though. No, well, I mean. It could have been laundry day. Little disappointed. Well, yeah, you'd have to wash those. They get pretty dirty pretty quick. But uh, mm-hmm. Jake and his hat, Hager and his hat are uh, are getting over a lot. They, I mean, they have to start selling those, yeah? Oh, I would think so. That's probably why he had one in his hand, just to remind everybody they are selling that. So that was him. Doing that fun fun stuff though. Not a bad segment with these guys. It just it was there was just so much fucking yelling. And they were talking over each other, and it was like, this is annoying. <laughs> so anyway. Everybody was talking over each other while poor Spencer was trying to get his point in. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh so we had a TNT championship match, folks. It is uh it was AR Fox versus Samoa Joe. AR Fox is now all elite. I believe they've already put the. Uh, 
I feel like I'm being gaslit. I feel like there's a report like every two weeks that AAR Fox officially signed to AEW. Like, what the fuck is going on? I feel like that's his gimmick. It's just every he re-signs his contract every week. Well, that's kind of what they did with the Bandito thing. Everyone kept saying he signed, he signed, he signed. He wasn't signed. He just got signed like a week ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm I don't know either. Um, but AR Fox went out here, had a pretty decent match. I actually. I kind of figured this was going to be a squash match, but it wasn't. Didn't last that long, though. Um, I mean, the first thing I thought of when I saw A.R. Fox versus Mojo, I said, oh, Joe's going to kill him. And Joe does. And Joe pretty much did throughout the whole match. After the match, though, we get a little, uh, we get Wardlow on the, sc- the screen talking shit. Um, and I mean, that was kind of it right after that. We got this video for Hobbs. I think they're really about to push the shit out of that guy. And I totally understand why that appears to be the case. I wouldn't mind saying that though. No, not at all. I mean, the guy's fucking jacked as hell can talk, can work. Eh, what the fuck? Pretty much all you need. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we get Regal walking down to the ring. Coming on down to the ring. Uh, we obviously know what's going to happen. We were told we were going to hear from MJF this week, and we do. Um, there's a podium in the right in the ring. You can see there's obviously we all know what the outlook of a fucking championship belt looks like by now. Mm-hmm. Obviously. So obviously we know what that is. And the belt is covered up. Uh, Regal introduces MJF. MJF uh, decides to throw his gum at some little girl on his way to the ring. It's got a pretty good boo from the crowd. What? I said that monster. I know. What a what a what a bad man. So MJF gets in and he reads the email that made him and Regal partner up. Uh it was complete with a brass ring reference just to give that little shot at WWE. Then he starts talking about how he can't stand the belt. It's tacky. And uh, to paraphrase, its previous holders just don't stack up to MJF. Says this title is garbage. Throws it. And it just kind of hits the floor. And uh, there you go. We uh, we get the new belt. Here it is right here, folks. It's got the uh, It's got the Burberry straps and background kind of. Very diamond filled. Almost reminds me of like the million dollar belt in the middle there. I don't know why, but it does. Kind of. I can get to where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it looks, the the belt looks like the, I mean, it's not a money sign. I get that. But just the, the way the diamonds are set, everything, it just has a little million dollar belt look to me. But not a bad belt. What did, uh, what, what did, what did, uh, the big Burberry belt. That's what MJF called it, Smart. That's right. Yeah, triple B. Yep. Yep. I, I just my mind went into like the like uh, just a weird place with that because I was just picturing like MJF breaking out his custom belt, and it's like it's like a spinner belt, but it's just a fucking like giant dreidel. He <laughs> just fucking like the centerpiece is a menorah that spins. It'd be pretty great. <sighs> Hanukkah does start on the nineteenth. <laughs> They're like the, the fucking the the nades, like the side plates. There's like a picture of Adam Sandler and a picture of Dave Meltzer. 
Come on, put Barry Horowitz on one side. Give the man some fucking credit. Oh, yeah, of course, the OG. There you go. Oh, my God, that would be a great manager for him. Mm. Or just lackey, I guess. Not a manager, but like a lackey. Well, I'm going to text my wife and see if she'll bring me a beer. (laughs) She's either going to do it or come in here and yell at me and throw it at my head. We'll figure out which one very soon. But yeah, we did get this new title. Um, MJF basically came out. He just kept shitting on wrestlers, Ricky Starks, Brian Danielson. He said Brian Danielson couldn't wrestle his way out of a paper bag. I think he said wet paper bag, actually. So there you go for that. And he starts talking about the bidding war of 2024, Smart. That's right. He's coined it the bidding war o 2024. And he mentioned Nick Khan in a roundabout way. And then he talked about his boy trips. I love that he's doing this, man. MJF just kind of starts slaying more on the mic. And I, I got to tell you, I, I, I just stopped taking notes for a little bit while he was talking because I just wanted to fucking listen and take it in for a minute. So that's what I did. Um, then he starts praising Regal. You always know when MJF praises somebody, there's something going on. So he's praising Mm -hmm. Regal, and he starts walking behind him. And next thing you know, he hits him in the back with the brass knuckles. And, I mean, and he goes and he starts talking. He's saying, you know, I I just wanted to, uh, you know, it's funny. You said I have so much to learn. You made it. You're the one that made a deal with the devil. You know what? I've got the audio. Give me a second. Let me get it started here. It's funny. You said I had much to learn, and yet you're the one who made a deal with the devil. So allow me to leave you with the same words you left me seven long years ago. Will, the game has changed. MJF exclusively hires top talents or top world-class athletes. When you're one of them, send me your stuff. Yours sincerely, the world champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. There you go. If I get that, I'm not going to get the talking. That will be bad. So there you go. MJF just nailing Regal. He just starts walking out of the ring. Uh, He pushes this heavy fan out of the way. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Push the shit out of him. Um, Danielson's seen running down to the ring. He's got one boot on because he already had a fucking match. And uh, he's got one boot on. And there you go. That was pretty much it right there. They they went to commercial. And they came back. But when they came back from commercial, we did see Regal being loading up uh, into an ambulance right here. So what a fucking segment, man. I, I I gotta tell you, man, when you look at 2022, some of the best segments on the microphone have been from MJF. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, can you think of anyone else who's had more just mic slaying moments than him this yeah. year? I can't either, man. And him and Regal have put on some of the best I've seen in in, in a very long time. Um, 
I don't. I I think this might be to give Regal either a break or to maybe maybe they're going to just put him right back with the Blackpool Combat Club. I don't know. What I don't I don't see Regal kowtowing and apologizing to the Blackpool Combat Club, and that's how they let him back in. That'll make Regal look weak. I don't like that. If they do that, I'll be I'll laugh my ass off. So I don't really know how you could put him back with the com with the uh, the the BCC without making him look weak, uh, or, or you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think you just probably just put him with Danielson, and then just kind of over time the the BCC dissolves. I think you just give the guy a break, let him fade away for a little, you know, a couple months maybe, and then figure out what you're going to do with him. And, right. and in that time, you're right. In that time, let you know the the Blackpool Combat Club just dissolve, like you said, fade away. Right. Yeah, that's probably that's 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 what they should do. I guess we'll see if they actually do that. Um, but uh, this was an, a a great segment with these guys. MJF just like I said, been great on the mic all year long. Um, Regal. <laughs> Been great on the mic for fucking years and 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 years. So we know what Regal's capable of in there. Um, and uh, you got anything more on? You got anything on that? No, I think that about covers it. It was a pretty good, you know, segment. It's be interesting to see what they end up doing with Regal if they give him some time off, or you know, it seems like they're gonna have do something with him and Danielson at some point. Just a matter of when. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So. All right. Well, after that, we get uh, Ricky Starks. He comes down. He's ver- he's uh, he's got a match with Ari Davari. Um, so Ethan Page and Stokely Hathaway they're out there and they're just blabbing a bunch of bullshit on the mic. I got to tell you, I kind of tune out at this point when Ethan Page talks. I there's so <laughs> there's so many more things to do. I can use. I can look at my phone. I can take a piss. I can go ask my son if he's had dinner yet. There's many more things I can do than listen to him fucking go on babble. So whatever. Uh, Ricky Starks gets a quick a quick squash in this match and takes the win and blah, blah, blah. Really wasn't much meat to this segment, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, I could really take or leave Ethan Page segments. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's, I, I don't hate the guy. I don't think the guy's horrible. I just don't need to hear him. <laughs> I just don't need to hear him. So whatever. Uh, but we get this women's match here now with uh, Willow Nightingale versus Anna Jay. Uh, Willow Nightingale did pick up the win in this match. And then out of nowhere, we get Anna Jay and... Uh, Tay Mello come in the ring and they're beating the shit or Ty Mello, sorry. And they start beating down on Willow Nightingale. She gets out of there and suddenly Ruby. So Ruby's uh, music hits Ruby Soho by Rancid hits and Ty's looking in the ring and she's like, well, where is she? Or looking at the ramp, like, where is she? Where is she? Ruby is right behind her and Ruby Soho, I think looking really good. Uh, coming back from 
what she said was no surgery. I'll be honest. Look, I thought Ruby was hot before, but it looks like she says fuck it and got said fuck it and got the nose job. I'm just going to say that breast implants. No, no, not at all. Look at that. <laughs> I don't think she cares about that. I don't. I, I, dude. I don't care about that either. The tattoos didn't make you. She just decorated herself so you don't doesn't matter anyway. But it does. That nose does look smaller. She had a little hook in her nose before. I really think she just said fuck it and got a nose job, which is fucking fine. I don't give a shit. I I thought she was a fucking hot chick before. She looks fucking really great now. I think she posted a photo or two of her like actually like being like in the the doctor you know, in the hospital or whatever for the nose problem. Well, I know. Which she, I mean yeah. isn't to say that she couldn't have also gotten surgery, but I, I do think she's had that kind of problem before. Well, I mean, if you're going under. You might as well just, I mean, I, I get it. If you're going under, go ahead and get it fucking done while while you're under. So, and to fix people's noses. Sometimes if you like fuck your nose up the right way, it's almost necessary. Honestly, with a deviated septum, if you're going to go for that surgery, it's better to just go ahead because some people say after you break your nose and they fix it, you can breathe better than ever before. Yeah. I'm not going to break my nose to try that out. Especially not this fucking nose. Jesus, it would be over here. <laughs> not I'm not going to do that. Charge you per nostril. Oh, my God. Hope they don't charge me per fucking cavity size. <laughs> that would be bad. But, yeah, I thought Ruby looked great coming out there. And I'm really happy to see her back. I am. I am. But, uh, like I said, she's looking great. I can't tell if she got new tattoos, but she looks great. I found there's a picture of on her Instagram uh, from October 4th of her coming out of like anesthesia or whatever and she's got like the bunch of like nose guards or whatever like the protective equipment that they give you to keep you from fucking it up worse she looks like she's got all the same tattoos alright well I'm glad to have her back I've always been a fan of Ruby I think I think she's fucking awesome I even liked her back when she was Heidi Lovelace so, been a long time I've been a fan of hers. So, all right. Um, yeah, but she gives her the, uh, what's that? She gives her the Destination Unknown. to gave Tay, 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 Destination Unknown is what Ruby's calling that move. The crowd was happy to see her back, I'll tell you that. She yeah, got a- and I mean, they were in Indiana, and I think that's, where she's from or where she lives now or some shit. She has some sort of affiliation with that general area. Nice. Nice. Well, she got a great pop, which is even better. So like I said, I'm glad to see her back. So then we got a, a baddie segment, Smark. Indeed. We did. We got a baddie segment. Holy Jade Cargill. Boy, oh boy. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, we, th- th- they're just out there talking their usual shit i will say jade has gotten a hundred times better on the mic than yeah. when, oh then when she was first out there you we said how bad she was when she i mean everyone said how bad she was when she was first out there and uh i think she's much better on the microphone like light years of head ahead of what she was so 
Now, you can tell this is when uh, Bow Wow just got on the screen, because if you look at the crowd in this picture, they're all looking at the, t- the screen. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd has real attention issues. I, well, no, there's no, no, no. Now, look at the one guy with the hat on, the Nike, the, the, the hat with the MJF scarf on. Look what he's looking at. Mm-hmm. He's looking right at, at Jade's ass. Eyes on the prize. Literally, out of this whole crowd. The, not even the, well, I think the one girl is looking at uh, at Jade's ass, too, in the second row. Or the second uh, section there. But, like, 98% of the crowd is looking at the Tron. There's one guy, I think, looking at his phone up there. But most of the people are looking at the uh, the screen. This one guy right there. Eyes on the prize. Exactly smart. Nice. Exactly. Man, looks like a Sammy Guevara, like a young Sammy Guevara wannabe. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. But anyway, this was a deep, this, this, this was an all right segment. Suddenly Bow Wow pops up on the screen. And uh, he says he'll see Jade real soon. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing here. I, I don't know why, but honest to God, this reminded me of like old WCW where leading into one of the Halloween havocs, I'll be damned if I can tell you which one, Rick Steiner was feuding with Chucky. I remember that. Like it, it, it's so funny because she's feuding with a guy, but then like if they ever have like a face off, she's going to be about three times his size. Well, it happens. Um, I, I I don't is he is he a, a short guy? I believe so. I mean, I look it up, but yeah, I'm, he seems like a slight individual. <laughs> slight. I mean, they called him Little Bow Wow. Ah, they did. But that could have been for different reasons. I see. Well, it could have been like you know when you call like a like 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 when you call a fat guy tiny, mm-hmm. or like when you, Debo Tiny Lister Junior. Exactly. See, it could be one of those. You know, they could call him Lil Bow Wow, and he could be fucking hung like a fucking Clydesdale. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Or he. Well, I'm going to take in height, but I don't think I'm going to be able to get that height. <laughs> we should start a new question on a on on kayfabe commentaries. How big is Bow Wow's dick? <laughs> <laughs> How big is Bow Wow's dick? How big is according <laughs> according to the leading authority on this? Oh my goodness, celebs dot com. A highly reputable site, I'm sure. Mm, mm. Uh, they're listing him at five foot three. Oh, well five that... foot three, and let's see, uh, Jay Cargill probably about at least five seven. I would uh, think. I think taller. That's <laughs> uh, it's a little bit easier information. I'm not going to look at well, five ten, five ten, one sixty. So, wow. 160. Yep. Oh, she has more. She's got more muscle mass than 160. Yeah. I mean, that's according to equally uh, reputable Wikipedia.com. All right. All right. I got you. I got you. So, all right. Anyway, after that whole uh, fiasco, uh, we get uh, the backstage segment with the acclaimed. And for some reason, Billy Gunn is acting 
like he's Arlie Army in uh, Full Metal Jacket playing the drill instructor here. I actually thought this segment was really dumb. I I hate to be... I like them. I like all three of those guys. I, this segment came out of nowhere. And I think... I'm going to be entirely honest with you. I had to let my dog out at this point, so I did not see the segment. Uh, I will take your word for it. That is dumb. Well, I mean, the alternative is that I clean up mess from the floor of my house. And I, I was willing to miss out on an acclaimed segment in order to make sure that she was safely outside. I think that's a great idea. I think it's a much better idea. But, um, yeah. Uh, I just thought the segment was, like, out of nowhere. Like, completely out of left field. And they've never done anything like this before. It was just odd. I know it was unique, but it was also really weird. So... Anyway, just sort of threw off the whole pace and flow of the show. Basically, what, it, what exactly what kind of happened? It was like, what the fuck is going on here? Why they did they just watch Full Metal Jacket or something? It's almost what it was it like. Might, might have been the case. Could have been. I think it's on Netflix. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? I think somebody hacked my Netflix. By the way, oh no! Well, my all the accounts are gone, and there's just one account for a guy named Steve. So I need to change my password when I'm done with this. But uh, all right. So we get one last match here, Smart, and it's main event time. Death Triangle versus the Elite. Our predictions didn't come out so right, Smart. Well, well, I floated I, two scenarios. We did. We both. We did. We 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 did. You're right. We floated the two scenarios of, and we. I really felt that it would have been better for the three. I think it would have been more intense, but I guess nobody wanted, I guess when they thought about the elite coming back and sweeping the last four, it would just would not, would would have been wrong. So this is the best out of seven tournament. Um, Took a while for the match to actually get started because the young bucks jumped the uh, death triangle outside the ring before the match. So the match could never get started. Most of this match was pretty much the same shit you would expect from a Young Bucks match, as usual. At one point, we had Penta. He goes for the hammer. He grabs it. He picks it up. He's rubbing it. He's shining that some bitch up real nice. And then Phoenix slaps his out of his hand like a little child. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So they're teasing that. They're teasing that Phoenix isn't liking the... Uh, dirty deeds that they are doing that are done dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. I-, I had to. It's almost like saying uh, electric boogaloo, you know, or it's... That, or- that would be a fucking ring entrance. You have, like, Pat come out dressed as, like, Brian Johnson or Angus Young. Or it's like trying to say something when, or, like, when I say it's electric, I have to say boogie, woogie, woogie. Because mm-hmm. it, it is are electric. Like, right. I mean, it, it is it is electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Mm-hmm. I think of electric boogaloo. There's that too. Breaking two, the electric boogaloo. Mm-hmm. So two to one now, Smart, right? Two to one? Two to That's one. That's right. Two to two one. Two to one. Two to one. So you are correct, though. Like you said earlier, we did float two different scenarios of either the uh, of either Death Triangle getting three and then the Elite sweeping or probably going to end up being, as you said, 
three and two three. and two, and you just sort of or, exchange wins from there. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna end up being tied three and three. Last match will be fine. Uh, sudden death, death triangle. Sudden death last last match. <coughs> so there it is, man. I think that was a uh, AEW right there. Indeed, dynamite. Yeah, I put that up so I could take a quick hit. And I guess my wife didn't get my text. Sad times. No, it's all right. We're kind of done. We don't really have anything else. SBC put something out, but I got to tell you, I'm not 100% sure I believe that article. Or I believe the whole situation. It's the whole thing with uh, Roman Reigns being pissed at Kevin Owens for a spot they did. I'm not sure I believe that shit. I don't know, man. I, I think Roman Reigns is a little more professional than that and can can deal with that shit. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe 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 it's just all gone to his head. Perhaps. Perhaps, sir. Perhaps. But uh I don't know, man. I think that's pretty much uh what we got for tonight. Be nice. Look at that. Only two only a couple two hours, Mark. That's right. Nice and succinct. Yeah. Yes, Dirk. We're not gonna uh we're not gonna sit here till fucking uh twelve thirty and talk at this time. It's no. over already. I've heard that phrase many times in my life. Yeah, I can get out of here. I can watch a couple of episodes of uh Night Court. I've been binge watching Night Court lately. Mm. Well, after we I talked about it on uh Eric's show. Un, uh, the uh, unscripted wrestling by I did it with Doug and ever since I watched about an episode uh, not an episode I watched about a I got through about a season and a half um, before I started watching and once I start watching the show I don't like stopping so I'm on season seven I got two left it goes got fast Paramount Plus last week and it's kind of cool because it's like they have a lot of the old like Nickelodeon shows. So mm-hmm. one of the shows they have on there is Guts. And like it's a good show to throw on if you just like you don't want to pay attention all that much. Like you're about to go to bed or whatever and you just kind of doze off watching something on the TV. Right. So I've been watching a lot of Nickelodeon Guts. And it's cool because it's like it's a nostalgic thing from my childhood. But then I can also just laugh at children being bad at sports. <laughs> so like it kind of it satiates all my needs. I can make fun of children. I can relive my childhood. Nah, very nice. Uh, SBC saying Dog the Bounty Hunter was awesome. I like that show, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Um, actually right now, if you've got Hulu in the United States, I know it's on Hulu. I don't know what seasons, but it's, it, it's on my watch list. I actually watched the first episode of Sanford and Son last night. Wow. Where'd you, where'd Which, you get that? Uh, Paramount Plus. It has all of the, oh, ep- no. or not Paramount Plus, uh, Amazon, Amazon video. Amazon. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, see like Night Court is on Amazon through Phoebe, Freevee, which used to be IMDb. Um, so that's where I've been watching Night Court, but I noticed they also have News Radio and Barney Miller. They have some other really good shows that I will be fucking watching. News Radio, I love binge watching. Mm-hmm. I have one twice already. Um, I meant to watch all of it, but I ended up getting as far as the first. See, I've watched like pretty much all of them, but just as a actual like from start to end, I, I was going to try to watch all of them, but I 
got to do the end of season one and that was it yeah dirk is bringing up my favorite show as a kid which was you can't do that on television what a mm-hmm. show i love that show what was the, the fucking cook uh barf barf was the cook they had a lot of great characters in that show man it was a fun show and everyone got if you say i don't know you got slimed it was a great show man it's a genuine 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 general that's right genuine question okay were you was like shit like hee-haw laughing was that around your time or was that before your time or did you watch that shit it was around my parents watched hee-haw they actually didn't like me watching it it was late night it was prime time it was a little racy at times what was the one I think it was laughing where it's like they had Andy mm-hmm. Kaufman on there and laughing. he like started shit with Michael Richards. That was laughing. God um, bless it. It was um what was some of the sh- other shows that uh but, but see here's the thing. My parents didn't want me watching like um Hee Haw or something, but my dad would let me watch Benny Hill. Mm-hmm. Who do you you know, you know, you know who Benny Hill is. The, the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, oh, Danger Mouse. Good one. I like Danger Mouse. But I was kind of a. Uh, I guess I grew up as a Hanna Barbera kid. I liked the Scooby Doo's, the Flintstones, the Jetsons. Hanna Barbera Hour was like my shit. On I, I think it was a Saturday morning Hanna Barbera Hour. So that was my shit. I love watching all those shows. I, I didn't watch a whole lot of cartoons. I watched some, but like the um, Johnny Bravo shit like that. I watched some Powerpuff Girls shit like that. But it was like Nickelodeon. I watched a lot of like Nickelodeon. So it'd be like All Dad, Keenan and Kel, Guts, Legends of the Hidden Temple, all the kind of like game shows and shit. I would watch a lot of MTV and I'd watch a lot like. I grew up, growing up in my house, it wasn't like one of those where the kid runs the fucking show and they watch anything the kid wants to watch. Mm. I watched a lot of shit that like my grandparents would watch or my mom would watch. So I'd like watch old reruns, like all the family and shit like that. Oh, very nice. That's a great show. That was Mm -hmm. a great fucking show. But um, my dad watched Barney Miller. So that's why I I like that show. Um, But some of the shows you just mentioned, I was a little too old. Now, Johnny Bravo, I used to come home and watch because i would be drunk and i like johnny i mean it's a fucking it's a wild that it was a kid's show though it was because it was a guy it was a it was the show was essentially an elvis impersonator that wasn't his thing but that was the voice he talked in that lived with his mom and tried to get laid all the time that was like every episode was just him trying to fuck and it was a kid's show and it's not even an exaggeration he was trying to get pussy every episode it's fucking wild that it was a kid's show but then they did move it to adult swim after a while, so Dirk said Dexter's Lab. I watched that. I, I watched a lot of shit. Uh, I didn't watch that. Power man. Rangers. I was a big Power Rangers kid. Speaking of Power Rangers, I can't mention Power Rangers without talking to. I, I don't think we mentioned this last week. Jason David Frank we passed away. We did. Yeah, we did. And I thought I thought it happened on Thursday. No, it happened Saturday. All right, then we did mention. It. I'm sorry. I guess we, let's mention it one more time. Rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Yeah, which Power Rangers. I I got into Pokemon, Digimon, all that shit. Yeah, I was never. I was too. I was that was past my. I was drinking by then. Oh yeah, but I mean, I was when that started getting big. I think I was like seven or eight. 
Yeah, I was I was probably drinking by then. <laughs> you were seven or eight, or when I was seven or eight. When you were. Okay, <laughs> it's like I was seven years old, and I was, and Dad give me a beer. We watched Dukes of Hazard. No, I was fourteen. Right on. My dad gave me a non-alcoholic beer, and my dad had a hangover the next day from drinking one. Non-alcoholic beer or one actual beer? Non-alcoholic. I really think me and my dad both believe he has some allergy to either the hops or something. One of the grains in alcohol doesn't sit well with my dad. He can't drink, and he can't drink anything. It's not just beer. My dad can't drink. My dad can. If my dad has one drink, he's completely hammered. Some people have alcohol allergies. I know, like when I'm when I get done drinking, I'm hungover. Like my throat feels like it's kind of swollen. Like it's like trying to close up a little bit. Probably is. Like it's not super intense, but I think I have like a mild version of it. Well, alcohol is also known for inflammation, so. That could happen. That could happen. So, but uh, all right. I think we're. Uh, I think we're ready to wrap it up. I want to go. There you go. See, Dirk. We got to twelve thirty. We talked a little bit of fucking seventies through nineties television. There you go. Only eleven thirty for me, but that's even better. Yeah. So, all right. I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, let's see. I am going to, like I said, I'll be on the uh, Everything Unscripted podcast. This weekend, uh, talking Law and Order, the original one, with uh, I think with Doug and Eric this time. I don't think it's just with Doug. I'll, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's with both Doug and Eric. So you can check that out, Block Talk Radio. Be on about uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, Saturday night. And Smark, let them know where to find you on Mondays. You got it. Monday's 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It is Cheese on Sports. Cheese Man, G, Wiz, Luke, Birch, Matt, and myself, as well as Mojo joining us with UFC. We're talking UFC, basketball, football, NFL, NBA, all that shit. All the good times. Come check us out. Come listen to us, either live or on the archives. The choice is yours, but listen and listen hard. Listen good. There you go. All right, there you go. All right, it will be both Eric and uh, and Doug on there, so <clears throat> it'll be a good conversation to do. That's right. I didn't even know Eric was in here listening, but uh, there he is suddenly popping in. All right, Eric, yeah. I will, uh, I will see you Saturday or, or I'll talk to you Saturday. You guys don't do audio or video. Smart. Good idea. I have, mm-hmm. to, I have to fucking stay dressed from work when I come home and shit, keep my hair fucking nice and, Got to turn on Skype and put on pants. It's a sacrifice <laughs> I make. <laughs> now the pants I could change, but I just I got home late tonight and just sat here and watched TV and ate leftover spaghetti. So, <clears throat> all right, <clears throat> that's a good point. SBC says Corbin rules. Actually, he said Corbin rules. Corbin, yeah. That's really what he said. Ben rules. All right, guys. Have a good night. By the way, welcome all my uh, my new moderators here in the chat. Dirk, SBC. Eric, you weren't here early enough to be a moderator. I'm sorry. That's right. I am not logging into YouTube and doing it now. <laughs> Dirk, SBC, Christopher Kane, y'all are moderators. Keep those porn bots out of here, please, guys. 
Or let them, listen, if they leave a link, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's <laughs> links. Just let, it, let her go. I mean, you know, we have standards here, folks. I don't know if you know that or not, but uh, there you That's go. Right. Links, leave links. So on that note, folks, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you. Of course, if you like the show, hit the like button, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Uh, if you don't like it, uh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't die, you cock-sucking piece of shit. This yeah, is fake content. I didn't go that far. I mean, come on. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm not trying to make it so that cocksucker isn't a derogatory term because I, I view that as a valuable service. All right. On that note, folks, we will see you next week. <laughs> Have a great one, folks. Take it easy. Happy holidays. See ya. Please never do it. Right.